This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Travis Stevenson, and he's a software entrepreneur and marketing coach that specializes in all things Facebook and Instagram. He's been at it at it for eight years on his own and now is finally branching into a real SaaS platform for the long term called Chatmatic. Travis, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, absolutely. Excited to be here. All right, man. So tell us about Chatmatic. What does it do and how does it make money? So uh, simply put, it takes advantage of Facebook Messenger. Facebook Messenger 2016 March announced that they were uh, allowing chat bots and messenger bots and, uh, you know, it, it sounds incredibly complicated on the surface. And so what we did was we made a SaaS that allows you to take advantage of all of the capabilities without having to be a programmer, developer, understand code. Um, so we just make it really, really simple. And then to take it to the next level, we're also building in automations. So if you come to us and say, hey, I've got a YouTube channel. How does Messenger help my YouTube channel? We've got automations that are built into YouTube. So when you upload a new video, your Messenger subscribers are gonna get a link to that video automatically. So we've got these automations for things like receipts for Infusionsoft, um, and we're working on other you know, shopping cart providers and whatnot. But essentially, we're trying to make it to where you can take your funnels that you normally would do on your own and bring them into Messenger, but make that easy and conversational. And give me a general sense of kind of the, the, the customer type you're working with. Are they paying you 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks? What's the average customer pay? It, it all ranges. So right now, we just got done with a, an early, what I call alpha stage release, where we released, a, um, a, basically, it's a minimum version of the product, and it doesn't have all the features set. And so when we actually release, basically what we're going to do is is to kind of stir up the market a little bit at least. Um, we're going to have flat yearly uh, accounts with unlimited subscribers. So, okay, so are you are your pre revenue today then? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we've we've actually already done uh, right now. We've done about one point five million in in sales in our alpha stage. Um, and so broken down by what is that? Like how many customers paying what amount of money? Uh, it's anywhere between six ninety seven and well, actually, we have a ninety seven dollar a month account that people could take advantage of, all, going all the way up to nine hundred ninety seven dollars. But we're ranging right around eighteen hundred to two thousand ish customers. Nothing big, but again, we didn't really want to roll it out too big in in pre launch. So, so you said two, about two thousand customers, and total revenue is one point one. Yeah, uh, one point four. One point four. Now, how did you drive those sales? There's a lot of entrepreneurs that would love to have those kinds of pre sales before they're fully launched. Most of it's Facebook. I mean, a good majority of it came from Facebook. Obviously, I've got some I've got relationships with other marketers who have, you know, lists that are also in the same space. So there's like some of that joint venture. But um, the majority of it, yeah, it's coming in from Facebook, uh, mostly Facebook ads via webinars. Travis, like, who? I mean, when you see a, how do you find a partner and maybe can you name one or two and how do you convince them to market for you? Yeah, I mean, it really just comes down to making sure that your product is 
in line with theirs. I've had a lot of relationships going back to seven, eight, nine years ago when I was in different, uh, all kinds of different spaces. So I used to run a CPA network and that obviously led me to the affiliate marketing space. So I had relationships with affiliate marketers that then took me into obviously going to, most of my relationships come from going to live events, everything from affiliate summit, traffic and conversion, like real affiliate marketing events. So what kickback are you paying? I mean, we're talking 50%, 10%? Yeah, so usually um, in in this stage, because it's a flat fee, I'm going 50% down to about 30% on upfront sales to any uh, affiliates or anybody who brings me in. But honestly, if, if, if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking to go that route, my biggest suggestion is, Everybody always hates the idea of giving away revenue right out the right out the gate. Uh, what I did was I used those joint venture partners to build up an audience, basically to feed my pixel for Facebook, feed my pixel for YouTube, and then you take that audience, you create lookalikes, and now you have amazing startup audiences for Facebook ads, for YouTube ads, and it makes it way easier than just having to jump in and and you know go at it cold. So now this the 1.4 million you brought in is this recurring annually or these was one time for life? Uh, no, I'd, I'd say probably right now our recurring is around 45 to 50 percent. What we did was 45 to 50 percent of what? One time. What's that? 45 to 50 percent of what? 45 to 50 percent of our revenue is recurring either yearly or monthly. The rest of it's going to be a flat fee for a set amount of features that they got at that time. Okay, but it's a flat, that's what I'm saying. Is it a flat fee for life or for a year? For a year. Okay, so that, that's what I'm trying to get at. Are they expecting to them, are you expecting them to then pay that, whatever that is again at the end of 12 months? Uh, yeah, well, so it's kind of up to them. The, the people who ended up getting into those programs, they're going to have an option to upgrade, but they wouldn't upgrade at that same cost. They would upgrade at a lower cost, obviously, as being one of the first ones in. And so um, technique there was was straight up like, when you're, I knew that the software itself was going to cost multiple six figures or high six figures to build into completion. And, um, at least with the team and the way that I wanted to do it versus my competition and, uh, you know, being a Silicon Valley guy, the, the private funding space is something so foreign to me. So what I did instead was let me go out, generate a bunch of revenue in pre-sales, use that revenue to fund the development of the project and then go out into the mainstream. Yeah, what I'm trying to pin down here is what base you've built for yourself. So I love the model. You keep 100% control, no funding. Pre-sales is the way to go. The best investor is obviously the customer. So you bring in 1.4 top line. You're paying out about 30% to an affiliate. So that takes it down to about a million or maybe 900 grand. If I then take that 900 grand, and, or sorry, the 1.4, divide your 2,000 customers into it, that's basically sure. 2,000 payments of 700 bucks a pop. And if you assume those are basically annually, if I divide by 12, then that's about 58 bucks bucks for those 2000 people each month, you could argue you've built a base of about a hundred grand in monthly recurring revenue. Do you look at the revenue like that or no? Are these people expecting, you're not expecting them to keep paying year over year? I I would say that in in any sort of projection that we've run, I'm probably more along the lines of a 25 to 45,000 a month when it comes to them, for them to actually recur, like for them to actually continue on and to upgrade. Because a lot of people, uh, I mean, they, they just, they're going to see that Hey, maybe this one wasn't for me and and they might not use it again in the year after. But uh, the nice thing is what I've really done. And and this was sort of my goal. My goal wasn't actually to build any recurring in this first year, which we're just about to finish this year. Uh, It was just to get the product out there, get the point where I can actually uh, develop it where I want it to be, because now basically I didn't want to embarrass myself right by releasing a product that wasn't what I wanted it to be. 
So now we're getting close to actually at the end of December releasing it to the to the you know stature that that I was hoping for. And now I have, you know, way more audience that I can actually go out and reach, more ads that I can run in a better, you know, a better demographic for long-term occurring. And uh, yeah, try to sort of corner the market on a yearly recurring fee versus a monthly um, and just make it unlimited feature sets instead of the latter where you kind of, you know, pricing goes up as you get more quote unquote subscribers or you do more. So do you know yet? I mean, you've, you've obviously, it sounds like you launched this just a year ago, right? 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have a good sense yet in terms of what your churn is annually? Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, uh, like I, I know that. So what I also did in order to, in an effort to decrease the churn and, and a lot of people don't love doing this is I created a, a buyers only uh, Facebook group kept it active the entire time, make sure that we actually like discuss things, gave people new ideas. And so our group is still incredibly, incredibly active. That being said, I, again, you know, when it comes to my, my churn, my drop off, anybody who's not going to be there in the new year, if they have to re, uh, return, um, it, it's, a, it'd be a guessing game, but thankfully I wasn't banking on that piece just yet with the yeah. new feature set. Thankfully we're going to be able to change the churn rate just because Everything's going to be uh, built in and the way that we're doing it. And, and you guys will see, hopefully, as it comes out, but you'll see um, uh, it's a lot more sticky. It's going to be integrated with your buyer's platforms and your notification sections. And the one thing about Messenger is it's not like an email platform, right? Like I can't go from AWeber to get response. If you wanted to do that, you could export your list, you know, your email list and move it from one to the other. The problem with Messenger is it's based on where you get the authorization. So you can't move a Messenger list from one place to the next. So the idea being, um, you know, creating a, a stickiness of sorts that makes it to where it's a good enough price that if you can't find value in it at that year, at that, you know, at that number, um, then. Yeah, you know, Travis, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you can look, I mean, you're a software guy. I mean, a lot of the interviews we have here with companies that have built, you know, I've probably had 20 CEOs on that have done and reached hundred million in revenue annually. And, and they always, the, the number one thing they look at, they, they almost ignore price point. They ignore revenue. They just look at what's the one thing they have to get a new customer to do in the first seven days where they know yep. they're going to be sticky. Yours is pretty obvious. They have to set up a chat bot. They maybe they have to get their first five subscribers. I mean, you can look at your current base and tell yep. me of the 2000, how many have done that. And you can basically assume if they haven't done that, they're going to churn. So how are you looking at that data set? Right. So, uh, Again, the software itself was a little bit more complicated. I've kind of schooled myself on UX going through it, kind of trial and error, to be honest. And so it was a little bit more complicated when we first launched it. Um, but the good news is I would say within seven days, 60% of our members are active doing something. Now, the first thing that we changed was, that was one of my first questions in the new UX was, when I log into the software, what do I do? Um, thankfully, there's a couple of things that even if you you know fall backwards through it, you're going to end up having some stuff going on, getting some momentum. So it's not necessarily creating a bot as much as it is using a bot because there's a lot of cool features that a lot of people don't know about with bots that you can do kind of automatically. But what's the value um, tied to though? I mean, there is a moment where there's an aha moment. Is it the first subscriber? I mean, what is that moment? Yeah, I mean, the, the, so subscribers is definitely one way where they're like, oh my God, this is this is going to be great. Uh, broadcasting, because you can broadcast through Messenger, that's another way. Um, but then the, the other, I think the best is whenever somebody comments on a post on Facebook, you're allowed to send them a message and that's through a chat bot. And so a lot of our users, I'd say probably 80% of our users, 
they're most commonly using that function where if somebody comments on a post on Facebook, it'll automatically reply with something. So they're attaching it to their ads. They're attaching which it which also their means whatever. they get opted in, right? I mean, if they if they get a reply, they're subscribed. Technically, yeah. So as soon as that one, it's a one way message originally, but then as soon as that customer comments back, it would be a subscriber, an actual subscriber that you could then have more engagement with. Um, but right out the gate, a lot of our customers, like you know, e commerce, for instance, a great example, Shopify. Customers are promoting different products with Shopify and saying, hey, if you comment below, I'll give you a 10% discount or I'll give you this. And so they're using those incentives to you know, lower their cost for ads yeah. and do all this. So we're making it to where that function is the easiest one to use because it's the most common. So as soon as you log in, that's what you're going to see. Well, it's also the easiest way to get the first subscriber. It's yeah. just chat, right? So it makes yep. it easy. So so far, the 2,000 you have on the platform, how many of them have gotten at least you know one response to the comment stream where they've gotten at least one subscriber on? Oh, actually, we're, we're around 80. Last time I checked, we're around 80 to 85% of all of our users have at least considered one subscriber. They've gotten something that would be an action in response to something that they did. Basically, somebody subscribed to their chatbot in some way, um, which is, you know, obviously it's phenomenal, but we do a lot of behind the scenes teaching and coaching sort of how to use it, how to use it and utilize the different features because otherwise there would be that, um, that fall down. There would be, there'd be a ton of people who just weren't, you know, able to figure out what they needed to do. Um, a lot of that comes with training webinars yeah. and that kind of stuff. I'm a little, wait, Travis. So I'm confused. You just a minute ago said that only 60% are active and you said that they've done at least something, but then you just said 80% have gotten at least one subscriber. Why yeah, are those- So when I say active, I mean that are still using it on a regular basis. Most people were going to, they're going to go in they might set something up and then they, who knows if they log in again. We use, um, I'm sure you're familiar with Intercom, obviously. Well, uh, we use Intercom to kind of track when logins were and when was the last time. And uh, so based on that, I'd say right around 60% are still active, but we've seen that about 80 to 85% of our accounts, and I don't have the actual number because we did this like three weeks ago, um, have at least one subscriber. Got it. But the good news is, you know, we're, we're right now with 2000 ish customers, somewhere around that, uh, that, not that line we've, um, we've had bots connected to, I believe right now about 44,000 fan pages. So obviously those 2000, a lot of them are doing it for other people. They're, you know, they have multiple for themselves. Um, and then we also had a, for a while we had a free trial where you could get in and then leave. So obviously some of those customers attached fan pages and whatnot, but um, just seeing all of that data even was super helpful for, for us to see what they were doing in the first 24 hours. And the biggest thing that I learned was, yeah, you know, I, I made a ton of mistakes and I'm probably still going to make a ton of mistakes in the new one. But, um, you know, you, you learn and just keep keep moving. So, Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay. At nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, Look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings, okay? I do them back-to-back, very, very efficient. You guys know me. Many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen, okay? So I use the tool. It's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin. I said, Gavin, he's the CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14-day trial. Isn't that great? I said, no, 
He's given us a 45-day free trial at NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not going to stay up forever, so go get it now. NathanLatka.com forward slash schedule. Now, is your only customer acquisition cost on this the the 30% on the $700 annual sale? So, I mean, that you're paying to affiliates? That was the original, yeah. I mean, aside from obviously overhead, but yeah, cost to, cost for sale. I mean, face, most again, most of my sales came from Facebook ads running webinars. So there is that cost of um, webinar platforms or, you know, auto webinar platforms and then Facebook ads. But, uh, you know, we were still, we were still pretty positive. I mean, 50% cost is about what we would typically run at, at most, whether it's a JV affiliate relationship or if it's ads. Got it. So sometimes you'll run ads, you'll have an ad payment, but also within a JV cut, but the worst you'll see is, you know, 350 bucks in CAC. Yeah. And so I'll never, I would never run an ad and pay the affiliate commission unless we're doing a retargeting campaign. So that's a very minor amount yeah. of sales, but the straight up cold targeting, we don't end up having an affiliate sale on that because we know that came from us. Yep, that makes good sense. Uh, awesome. So, what percentage of these two thousand do you think once you get the real, the kind of the real SaaS thing launched in a few months? What what percent do you think are going to convert into kind of active paying folks? Oh man, it's it, it, you what's, know to be honest, I'm, I'm hoping that we can work hard enough. Like I'm, I'm hoping that we can actually dig deep enough into the and to get them you know more active and to see what it is. Um, I would say. We're going to start off with a really healthy base of over 500. Yeah. I know that because paying, paying you know, the 97 bucks a month. Oh yeah. I mean, we already have, I think right now, 180 at that number and that's the 97. So when we actually roll it out, we're going to have a 497 a year account where you can do one fan page for a year, 497 a year breaks into like what? $38 a month or something. So other chatbot uh, platforms get into the several hundreds. If you have thousands of subscribers, ours is going to be capped at 497 a year. So it's going to be, you know, pretty opportune, but, um, that's sort of the, the initial goal there is to, is to run that way. And, and again, we strategically didn't take on as many clients as we, as we could have just based on, you don't want to end up setting incorrect expectations and you don't want people to think that there's something that they're supposed to get that they shouldn't be. So we said, Hey, let's do what we need to do to fund the project. And then from there, we'll kind of shut things down and we're in that phase now. Yep. You've and, got a, uh, you've got a healthy rebuild. base. Yeah. You've got a healthy base. I mean, 150 customers, you said you have right now, right? Paying 97 yeah. bucks. That's 14 grand, I think per month. And yep. only, you're just only going to scale from there. You've got a good base to work with and good affiliate relationships. Yeah. And so right. our goal in the new year is, is let really leverage those affiliate relationships with the new platform. But then also we're going to be stable enough where we actually have two legs to stand on as opposed to one for our cold targeting. And, and that's kind of my, my background is uh, a lot of Facebook traffic, YouTube traffic, um, some, you know, some Google AdSense stuff or Google AdWords. But um, so that'll be the, the, the big push forward is getting into small markets and showing them how they can use it. So reaching out to financial advisors with an ad that says, Hey, here's how financial advisors are benefiting from Chatmatic and, and doing that all the way down the scale. And what's your team size today? And where are you based? Everyone in Tampa? Uh, no, actually almost everybody's virtual. We have two in Tampa. We have a total of, um, uh, eight. Okay. And you're just funding their salaries and stuff from the 1.4 you brought in, right? I mean, most of it, obviously. Yeah, I have, I have, we, we started the project with my own funding, but then since then sales usually kind of keep the, the ball rolling. Yep. Good stuff. Travis, let's wrap up here with the famous five quick answers. Number one, what's the last book you read? Uh, last book I read was think like a freak. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Ah, oh, man, it, just everybody. Elon Musk, you know, he's, he's making moves, right? So you just got to follow him. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Um, oh, good question. Um, email marketing platforms. Which one? one I use. 
Uh, I would say probably right now, uh, send lane. I like send lane. It's a small one. It's good. Number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, at least eight. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids. I think I heard one crying in the background. Married right? one kid who's just over a year old <laughs> and uh, just recently moved to Tampa and super happy about all of it. And how old are you, Travis? 32. Last question. Take us back 12 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh man, I wish my 20 year old self knew how important being able to code was because I have no coding capabilities right now. And if I had started at 20, I give myself that excuse all the time of, oh, I'm too old now to learn, which I know I'm not, but I'm just too much in the grind. But uh, I would have told my 20 year old self, it's more important to learn how to code than to go out and do, you know, hang out with your friends. There you guys have it from Travis. Learn to code easier. Launched the company in 2016, <laughs> just recently, Chatmatic. They're now over 150 folks paying 97 bucks a month after a very healthy alpha launch that brought in about $1.4 million in capital for him to use to get the SaaS product launched off the ground. Bootstrapped, which I love, too early to look at churn and all that, yet spending about 210 to $350 max on customer acquisition costs. Looking to scale here with his remote team of eight into 2018. Travis, thank you so much for taking us to the top. I appreciate it. Thank you.